Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Yeah, we want to apologize for the crazy loudness. Uh, One podcast will be, yeah, the music will be loud. Next time it's too loud. So we decided just we're going to X that out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We're going to make it simple and not try to do the music that we uh, fade in and out. um, And just make it simple, uncomplicated, right? (laughs) We've complicated the simple. <laughs> right. So true. So we're going to um, practice what we preach, and we uncomplicated it by just removing the music. Yeah, like there will be an intro into the podcast, yeah. and there's music in that. So We try it, to be cool. Well, we like try to be <laughs> professional. true professional podcasters, and that we've acknowledged from the beginning that <laughs> right. we aren't. That was the disclaimer that we made. Yeah, that's right. We're not professional podcasters. No, we're not. So, um, but we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and yeah, yeah. So if it sounds like when you listen to the podcast, if you hear the intro and then it just stops dead <laughs> with the music, and then we start talking, that's a decision that we've made. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know what? I bet you there is no other podcast out there. <laughs> right. It sounds like that. That's this unprofessional. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. So, last week we talked about um, being a new year. I and, know. And um, God is faithful because um, he just popped in your brain that we should talk about prayer. That's uh, right. Because, again, these are unscripted. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kind of sat down having nothing, but the Lord is faithful. And he said, let's talk about prayer today. Which is so relevant because everything we do should start with prayer. That's right. Right? Yeah, it should. I mean, we need to hear from the Holy Spirit, so why wouldn't we? Right. Maybe we should say, what is prayer? Because maybe some people don't know, you know, what prayer is. Maybe some people think that you have to have this big dissertation of, of prayer before it gets to the Father, but right. that's so wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Prayer is communication and relationship with God. It's really that simple. Yeah. It's like if you would just be talking to a friend, like we're talking to each other. Yes. You know, that's as simple as what prayer is with the Father. I mean, you can't just have a relationship with someone and not speak to them. Right. We've said that before. Right. We have to acknowledge him and, and communicate with him and make him real in our life. So how are we going to communicate with them? Talking. Yeah. And listening, right? Well, listening yeah. I just mean, as important. Yes, it is. It is. Right. You can't always be the one talking. Right. I mean, you've got to, like, take a breather and right listen to what he's telling you and and when we say that like is he going to talk audibly to you probably not right but you're going to know in your spirit you're going to know in your heart that you're hearing from him yeah and it's different everyone's prayer life is going to look different Mm -hmm. too absolutely Um, it's not always like okay i got a prayer so i gotta go run in my closet or run to my room Mm -hmm. that 
that you know isn't the case you may just as you're saying a lot of people in their car will just talk to the Lord you mm -hmm. know as they're driving to work or it could be just uh, what's really cool is it gets to a point where God knows our thoughts and I've had and I know you have too where you would just be thinking about something you didn't even utter the words right. and then God answered your thoughts yeah well the word says he knows he knows our thoughts right yes yeah so and you know and back to the you know God speaking to you um, kind of how to describe that because a lot of people may hear Christians say you know God spoke to me or God put it on my spirit and they mm -hmm. look at you cross-eyed like yeah what, what are you talking weird. about yeah you're hearing voices well sometimes you know you're in your prayer in your thought or even throughout the day um, you may hear like a response like if you're talking to the Lord like Lord I just want to understand what you mean by this in your word and then you 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 get something in your thoughts that is an answer mm-hmm so you know that's kind of one way of explaining it yeah. yes I mean you could also be praying about something and the Lord uses somebody else to give you confirmation of that mm -hmm. you know but here's the thing too I think is is that the Lord brings peace so I mean if yeah. you're getting confusion by something that you're praying okay well that's not from the Lord right I mean, he's not he, the author of confusion. No, no. Yeah. So if you're praying about a decision or <clears throat> whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to receive peace on that, you know, and let's just back up because there's a couple of things that the Lord may not answer you. <clears throat> he yeah. he it's may not the right time. Right. He may, he may answer you with a yes, or he may answer you with, it's just a season of waiting. Mm -hmm. And thinking of that, I, it, it was on my heart earlier this week that if you didn't get an answer to your prayer, that means you continually, earnestly pray for that. Yeah. You don't give up on the prayer of it. Maybe you have to pray a really, really, really long time for something. Yeah, and I, we all have, you yeah. and I. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something to keep in mind that if, if your God hasn't answered you yet, it's not in His timing, but you continue to earnestly pray mm -hmm. for that. And there's been many examples of um, the disciples or people that have earnestly prayed. You know, David, David prayed a lot, but... I would say the most greatest example of prayer is Jesus, wouldn't yeah, you say? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I like how uh, you and I have talked about this before, that Jesus was continually in a prayer mode. Yeah. Isn't that something? So he like, was always talking to the Father. Right, constantly. Because his move wasn't going to be without the Father's instructions, instruction right? on that. And if Jesus was perfect and he prayed constantly, what do you think we need to do? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. We always need to be in prayer. I mean, the word says pray without ceasing. Yes. Okay, does that mean you need to sit at the kitchen table and you are praying at your kitchen table 24-7? Nope. That's not what that means. You know, it means you're praying throughout the day. You're thinking. Mm -hmm. You're your your thoughts are with the Lord and and you're 
you know, you're speaking to him. It doesn't always have to be out loud. Right. I mean, sometimes yeah. with my prayer, I pray, I write my prayer in my prayer journal, you know, because I also want to go back and see the things that I did pray yeah. and how the Lord is working in that or right. what, what has happened with those prayers. Or if somebody says, can you pray for me? And... Um, you know, I want to know, okay, did those prayers get answered? Or like, right. where where are we on that? Or do we need to still pray about it? Right, absolutely. <clears throat> so what are some, just some examples of when we saw Jesus praying throughout Scripture? Um, there's a ton because, yeah, again, he are. was in a continual prayer mode. Mm -hmm. But just to give some examples, mm -hmm. um, he obviously prayed <clears throat> in his quiet alone time. Right, that's um, from Matthew fourteen twenty three. Yeah, what does that one say? It says, And when he sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. Yeah. So he prayed alone. Mm -hmm. The other place that he prayed was in public. Yeah, that's John 11. Um, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said Father, I thank you that you heard me and I know that you always hear me But because of the people standing by I said this that they may believe that you sent me yeah. Which that's so relevant because mm. that shows um, to other people like in this scenario watching that that the Lord Father does listen and so we can even help people in today by mm -hmm. publicly praying for detailed things and mm -hmm. to see God answer that mm -hmm. is is um it's proof alone it's a testimony yeah it's right? definitely a testimony another uh time that Jesus prayed was before meals and in Mark 8:6 it says so he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples to set before them, and they set them before the multitude. Yeah, and just speaking about that, I know I try to, in counseling, when families don't pray together, or husband and wives, I try to make it um, simple to start there, that before meals, and when you're sitting down with your family, just start with prayer there, mm -hmm. and so, because of doing that, you don't want to make it a repetitive prayer of thank you for this food and bless it, our bodies. Yeah. But if that's your one opportunity that you are trying to become comfortable to pray in front of your children and your wife, then they need to see more depth than just thank, thank you, you for, for this. the food. Yes. Yeah. So this is an opportunity where you can then also be a testimony, as in public prayer, mm -hmm. to pray things that are. Uh, maybe on your heart or um, some things that uh, you're asking for God to answer. Be a testimony to your family. Well, yeah. Let because, God be a testimony of that. Right. Because honestly, I mean, husbands, husbands need to lead us in prayer. Listen, I mean... I could talk all day about this, and if there's any guys out there listening to this podcast, you're probably going to get irritated with me and, <laughs> and mad and whatever. But listen, you're called to a higher place in your families, and 
you know, for some of us women who have a strong faith, who are in, you know, who are walking with the Lord in many in many directions during the day, um, we need our men to pray. Yeah, we prefer that. Yes, we prefer that. And, you know, men, you need to cover your wives and your families in prayer. Because I tell you what, I sit in my office and when a client says to me after I've prayed with them, can I pray with you? Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Because I need strength in there. Yeah. I need the Holy Spirit's guidance in there. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I need strength to, you know, be able to keep my focus when I drive home at night. I mean, yeah. come on, men. So how much more so does your wife and your children need you with the power of prayer yeah. to pray over them. Absolutely. And yeah, and, and that's how God designed it to be. So when you don't do that, let's <sighs> call it what it is, you're being disobedient to the Lord. Yep, you're being disobedient. And you will have to answer to that. And yeah. I'd rather you correct that now yeah. than... <laughs> yeah, just correct it now. <laughs> Go and ahead, you know just what? do it. Because I don't know that there's a wife out there that would not melt in a big old puddle Amen. If their husbands were praying over them. Come on, let's be some prayer warriors. Yeah. Amen absolutely. To that. And then I mean it leads us to the to another reason why Jesus prayed, and that was before important decisions. Yeah, what even does that Jesus say? Did that. In Luke six, twelve and thirteen it says, Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself from them. He chose 12 whom he also named apostles. Yeah, like he needed the Father's guidance on what 12. Right. I mean, he just didn't pull that out of a hat or, you know, out right. of a basket somewhere. He needed the Lord's direction on yep. that. So, I mean, again, I'm going to take this back to our, to our husbands and to the men in our lives when there's big decisions that have to be made, we shouldn't be making them willy-nilly. Right. We need to be going to the Father and, and asking for direction. Absolutely. Because we have to remember throughout all of this is that we have to invite and acknowledge God into every detail of our life. Mm -hmm. He's not a forceful God. I know I'll continue mm -hmm. to say this. He's a just God. He's yeah. not forceful. Right. So in every every aspect of our life, we have to acknowledge and invite him in. Um, obviously, Jesus prayed before healing and after healings mm -hmm. um, for that strength. Um, you know, in Matthew, it say it says that when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even especially after healing, Jesus needed to be replenished yeah. uh, from from God the Father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... and, and he needed that because of the work that he was doing for the father you know it it does it he got tired right i mean we know this too just because we see a lot of people and people have issues mm -hmm. and so you know that's a lot to to hear people's stories and some of them are just so devastating and mm -hmm. You know, we have to be 
we have to be filled. Yeah. You know, filled yeah. with the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, here's a big one, a, a really big uh, reason why why Jesus was always in prayer. He prayed um, when he was being nailed to the cross. In Luke 23, wow. 34, it says, Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they do. That's so touching, isn't it? It is. I mean, I think we even talked about this in the Forgiveness Podcast that, you know, here the Lord, Jesus Christ, was praying for us. I know. On that cross. Ugh, it's just, it's something. And then, you know, he, um, he was praying when he took his last breath. Yeah. He was speaking to the Father, and he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Mm -hmm. Having said this, he breathed his last. Yeah, that's in Luke 23. Yeah. So what are the reasons that we've heard as counselors why, why people don't pray? I think a lot of it is um, fear and oh, not yeah. feeling worthy. Yeah. Um, they don't feel worthy enough to pray for themselves because of maybe shame and unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. um, they kind of have this fear of, this kind of came up in, in counseling this week, that I've, I've heard stories where people, men, have no problem praying out like in front of other people or at church or in a group setting, mm -hmm. but it, when it comes to home, they don't do it. and and it kind of dawned on us that when you're praying for strangers or people that you don't do life with every day, mm -hmm. it can, whatever they think can just kind of roll off your, your back. Like you, it doesn't matter, but your right. family that's you're doing life with, sometimes there's a fear of rejection there or mm. of judgment. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the enemy's putting that there. Sure. The enemy is definitely putting that there. Yeah. And so they um, are more hesitant to pray in front of the people that they love the most. But Which is really interesting because the enemy doesn't want you to pray out loud. The enemy mm -hmm. doesn't want you to pray in front of your family. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's the enemy. So I always say, why don't you get mad at the enemy? Because all he, all right. he means is for bad. He does. There's nothing good that he wants for us, but the Father does. Right. And so why, why would we not pray? I don't know. I guess I have that spirit in me that you know when I think the enemy is you know, lurking around trying to do something. I just, I like to, I like to get angry at them and yeah. just, just say, you don't even belong here. I'm, I'm going to do the opposite of what you want me to do. And that, exactly. and I know that that's what the father would want. Right. Because anything that follows biblical truth and is a good thought is from the father. Right. So only. it's easy to determine. Only. Yes, only. And anything evil and against biblical truth is from the enemy. That's right. So why give it's in to the simple. enemy? Yeah. Pretty simple. If you look at it that way, that is, is totally simple. Yeah. Um, I had a thought about that as well. Oh, one thing I really don't understand that I hear that? is that I, I don't pray for myself. Like people say, I don't pray for myself. Yeah. I don't understand that. Why don't you? Um, they, Do you, I, I don't, I don't know if people think the people that are saying this think that it's a selfish thing 
that they pray for themselves and that there's, I've heard, well, there's so many other things or other people to pray for, so I don't pray for myself. How, but, do, you, how do you know that somebody else is praying for you then? Right. And like, why you, got, you, you got to pray for yourself. Why do you feel like you don't need the Lord's help? Yeah. See, that, then that, that starts walking that into pride. Control? Yeah, is that it your starts own? starts walking into pride. Wanting to be in control of your own issues yeah. in life. And that's not good. Yeah, you gotta, if you're feeling that, I pray that you sit down and really meditate on that thought, mm -hmm. where it's coming from, why you feel that way, and start with that as your prayer. Like, honestly, I always say this, pray right where you're at. Yeah. So if that's where you're at and you're struggling with praying for yourself, pray that. Yeah. <laughs> pray that. Like, Lord, help me to... Help, help me to be able to just come to you, talk to you about my own things in my life. I mean, he wants to hear that because don't you have the relationship with him? That's where I was going to go. Yeah. Isn't that... Um, isn't that building the relationship by letting God in yes. and knowing what your issues and struggles are and giving yeah. it to Him? Isn't yeah. that, you're never going to grow that personal relationship if nope. you do not pray for yourself. Let me repeat that. Mm -hmm. You are never going to grow a personal relationship with Jesus Christ unless you pray for your own issues in yourself. Yeah, amongst a couple other things, I mean. Right got to be in the word and absolutely you know but this is why you yeah. know it starts with prayer which it is does why I'm so glad God just popped in prayer in your head because it all starts with prayer even before you open your word you need to pray yeah. and say God give me wisdom and knowledge of your word right. help me to know you well right yeah exactly mm -hmm. um, another reason the first thought was not to pray you know, sometimes we get yeah. so busy, and, and Naomi, you and I, we've done this. We've got so busy to <laughs> exactly. hop on to this podcast, yeah. and we're trying to, you know, hook up the speaker, and, you know, we want to press the button, right? And, <laughs> you know, we, we kind of get ahead of ourselves, and, right. and we cannot do that. <laughs> we just did that on this one, so we had to. Yeah, it, I mean, we had to stop. Yeah, and, and we do had a to redo. We had to redo because honestly, if we're talking about prayer, <laughs> do we honestly think the enemy wants us to pray beforehand? No, no. he doesn't want us to pray beforehand. No, we get caught up in the you know in the get this thing started and I know, and it feels so much better when you pray, acknowledging and and have and believing the word believing. and the truth that God is you've welcomed God in. He's yes. gonna direct your paths. Yes. Doesn't that feel better? Yeah. It feels a lot I mean, better. That's like a we whole, can't do anything on our own strength and our no, own wisdom. We can't. I mean gosh, we need his help in every every part of our life. So yeah, we have to. We got to stop. We got to slow down. So yeah. So what can people do if their first thought wasn't to pray? Like something that pops in my mind is they can put little um, words throughout the on the fridge in the bathroom mirror everywhere you need to as little reminders is pray first or whatever saying you want. Mm -hmm. Pray first or see God mm -hmm. or what whatever. But maybe. Maybe reminders, maybe um, putting an alarm in your phone as a daily reminder Yeah. Um, to pray first until you get in the habit of that. That's okay to do that. 
Or what about just getting in the car? You know, uh -huh. on your drive to work, maybe you pray at a stop sign, pray at a you know, stop light, or maybe you just pray all the way through from the time you leave the garage all the way to your destination. And You know, and thinking of that, um, I want to speak to parents. I, the first thing they need to do, especially when you know your children are struggling, and oh aren't all children goodness. struggling now? Uh, right now. Pray over your children. Yes. They pray need, over They need them. discernment. Your kids need discernment. They need understanding this world is crazy right now the way the way school is going on mm -hmm. it's crazy they they need help they, they need, need their help. mind protected they do and guarded their yes. hearts guarded yes so pray scripture over them every morning mm -hmm. before it takes a minute it takes a minute yeah and i just wonder if you did a, a little um challenge and you prayed every day before you know over your kids I just wonder how they would be during the weekend. Yeah. They're not, you know, hopefully they won't be coming home all crazy and, you know, right. feeling like they've been pinned up. You know, pray peace over them. Yes. God's peace. Yep. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And another one we hear is people say they don't know how to pray. Mm. We kind of touched that in the beginning where yeah. prayer can look different for everyone. There is no, um, there's no right or wrong mm -hmm. in this situation. There's no right or wrong. You know, you can always start off by, um, and my daughter does this, she'll start in her prayer um, citing the model prayer and then it goes into her, her own prayer. Yeah. So just to get her mind clear and in the mode of prayer and focused on just Jesus, she'll do the model prayer and then she, it leads it right into her own personal prayer. Yeah. Which is a good thing anyone can do. Yeah, anybody start. can do that. So, yeah. um, so we've kind of we've already talked about a little bit how to add prayer in your daily life. I mean, be creative with that, mm -hmm. you know? Um, there, was, um, there was part of a hymn and I think at the time, Naomi, you had found it. Did I? I think you did. Do you want to read that? Okay, I'm not oh. going to sing it. Uh, oh, come on. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. It says, What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. That says a lot. Sure does. You know, you have to question, um, are you going through some things because you haven't brought it to the Lord and asked Him for help? Right. You know, do you, do you go to the Lord when you're feeling anxious or upset? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's taking that stuff like, like part of this uh, him says, um, you have to take it to God in prayer. If you're not, no wonder things are happening. Right. You, you haven't know? you haven't invited him in. Yeah. Acknowledged him. Should we um, maybe just quickly uh, just give some resources for people? Yeah, because um, there's some really good ones out there. One that we even did a study on in our, our women's group was the Daniel Prayer. Mm -hmm. And honestly, just to give a testimony, um, my daughter's, my oldest daughter's prayer life 
completely was transformed and changed when she read the Daniel Prayer by Anne Graham Lotz. That's mm. the study we did. Mm -hmm. So the Daniel Prayer, that's a very, very good book. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of testimonies in there as well of Anne having answered prayers yeah. within that book. And it's always, um, to me, it's always encouraging to hear people say, the Lord answered my prayer, I was praying for this. Yeah. That's exciting to me. Yes, it is, isn't it? very much. Mm -hmm. There's um, Praying the Bible by Donald S. Whitney. Um, another book, The Power of Praying Through the Bible by Stormy O'Martin. Um, and of course, The Power of a Praying Wife. Stormy has all of those Bible, or all of those books. Um, and then Breakthrough Prayer by Jim Cimbala. Hmm. There's uh, Prayers That Avail Much by Jermaine Copeland. Mm -hmm. I love that. I've been using that prayer book for years. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Um, this one, I read this book uh, by Dick Eastman, The Hour That Changes the World, and it mm. actually teaches you how to pray within an hour. Wow. Now some people say, pray within an hour. I don't have an hour. I don't have five minutes. Well, you got to... You got to do something right you know right yeah so yeah those are some good resources yeah um, absolutely and there's probably a tons more out there and don't oh boy don't our nation need prayer right now shouldn't we all be in prayer for our nation thank you for joining dr kim and naomi on uncomplicated truth talk we hope you have enjoyed this episode for any comments or questions please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors@gmail.com. at gmail.com until next time this is uncomplicated truth talk